Are you secular, religious, or beyond? When you hear this question, most of us would like to define ourselves as beyond. Because we probably do not want to be bound by a particular paradigm or belief system. We pursue freedom. Here at the temple, we try to keep our door unlocked during daylight hours. Many people appreciate coming here by themselves on their own time for individual meditation. But are reluctant to join our Dharma services. I often encounter folks who feel a need for community, but who don't want to be part of an organized religion. Some people thirst for spiritual community, but fear organized groups. We humans pursue a sense of belonging, but also wish not to be defined by or bound to a particular group. So, as a spiritual guide, what am I to do? Are you secular? According to the dictionary, secular is defined as having no religious or spiritual basis. Synonyms include non-religious, non-church, temporal, worldly, and earthly. Drew, where is Drew? Raise hand. Drew once said, I like warm Buddhism because warm Buddhism is more secular than other Buddhist traditions. Yes, in some way, warm Buddhism is quite secular. In some Buddhist traditions, monks are not allowed to drive cars or touch money. Personally, I like touching money. <laughs> When you purchase something in the temple's little gift shop, I say, thanks for shopping here. <laughs> I like spreading out wrinkled dollar bill in an orderly manner as a form of meditation. One of my other jobs is collecting the coins left behind when there are enough pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters, I count them and put them into paper rolls and take them to the bank. So if you have a loose change lying around and I want to give it meaningful value, please feel free to bring it to me. <laughs> Does this mean I am a secular kyomunim? Besides touching dollar bills and counting coins, what does a secular mean? 
most activities in our lives, such as grocery shopping, surfing the internet, preparing meals, eating, driving a car, cleaning house, gardening, putting a new roof on, new roof on the residence, washing dishes, aren't all these part of day-to-day -day mundane secular life? We are all secular, aren't we? There is nothing wrong with being secular, is there? There is a fairly recent concept called secular mindfulness. Nowadays, you don't need to be a Buddhist or join a sect or follower group in order to learn meditation. Though meditation, mindfulness, sati practice originally came from the Buddhist tradition more than 2,500 years ago, this practice is today not exclusively Buddhist. All cultures have various practices which encourage a state of mindfulness. In this era, people don't want to be bound by religion. So this approach works perfectly for many. No wonder mindfulness-based stress reduction and insight meditation are so popular. They don't carry much religious or cultural baggage. So, why are you here this morning in a Buddhist temple? When Drew describes one Buddhism as a secular, he means it is less dogmatic, less ritualistic, and less religious in nature. He said that he does not feel obligated to believe in doctrine. So if you ever feel forced and obligated to believe in something, make a report to Drew. <laughs> Drew also uses the term secular in the sense of a society founded on reason and scientific principles, unfettered by myth and magic. Are you, are you religious? Anthony, are you religious? When I drive, I often listen to the, to the radio. What station? Pop music. <laughs> also, NPR, or whichever station has the clearest reception. I often end up listening to Christian stations. I'm amazed at how strong their signals are. <laughs> I'm also surprised at how many of these stations there are. Some gospel music is very beautiful. While listening, I feel inspired and think, wow, folks are really religious. If I keep listening to this channel, I may be converted. 
What does being religious mean? Again, back to the dictionary, being religious means related to or believing in a religion. Synonyms include pious, reverent, godly, God-fearing, holy, prayerful, church-going, faithful, devoted. These are good spiritual qualities. We human beings can be deeply religious beyond physical realm. There is nothing wrong with being religious, is there? However, if you have ever been disillusioned by religion, you might be defensive or reactive as soon as you hear the word religious. For myself, if I notice someone has a strong religious identity, I make an extra effort not to be an in-your-face Buddhist. <laughs> so when a visitor seems to be less attached to a certain belief, in my heart I can say, hooray, there is a good chance we can be a spiritual family. Spiritual. What does it mean for you to call yourself spiritual? Some of us like to say, I'm not a Buddhist. I'm not a Christian. I'm not religious. I am secular, but I am spiritual. As I have worked in the Dharma teaching business in this country, I've learned that if I use the word spiritual rather than religious, people seem more receptive and I am considered a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, how do, how do these sentences sound to you? Being spiritual. Being spiritual encompasses both the concepts of being secular and being religious. I am a spiritual being in this physical world. This sounds nice, very comforting. We don't have to make a commitment to a certain group or idea. However, when we use the word spiritual, we have to be careful not to limit ourselves to what only feels good and comfortable to us. We need to watch out for a picking and choosing mind because we can create our own spiritual dogma. Petty, one of our temple members says, when people say they are spiritual, it drives me crazy. She thinks people sometimes say they are spiritual but not religious as a way to avoid making a commitment to a group that might help them develop their practice. A group to which, in return, they can contribute on a regular basis for the good of the community. 
So, what's the point of all this? One, if, if you are not religious, you are welcome to our temple. Two, if, if you are religious, you are welcome to our temple. Three, if you call yourself spiritual, you are certainly welcome to our temple. Four, if you are beyond any of these concepts, you are also welcome to our temple. I know a lady, Maddie, who was a professor at Moorhead College in Kentucky. I could see she was a truly sincere Christian. She came to our one of retreats and joined our temple services and went on a pilgrimage trip to Korea with us. She even received a Dharma name. It is my impression that she is truly religious but not confined to Christianity or any faith. When she is in a Buddhist temple, she brings her whole self to practice Buddhism. When she is in a Christian church, she brings her whole self to pray as a Christian. The words that come to me when I think of her are inspired being inspired being. As an inspired being, she is not blocked by concepts or doctrines in a spiritual cultivation. She is committed to a spirituality no matter where she is. Some of the doctrinal concepts in the Bible or in the one Buddhist Dharma book can appear rigid and dogmatic. She is not turned off by the literal meaning of concepts, but instead seeks the essential meanings. Her energy of faithfulness, her energy of faithfulness and sincerity transcends ideology. She says, she likes to chant the traditional Buddhist mantra, Namu Amitabha, which means returning to one's true nature. She deeply feels that the notion of a true nature pierces her heart like an arrow where she sees Jesus Christ, allowing her to be present with anyone in front of her. Are you an inspired being? Do you experience inspiration beyond concepts, traditions, religions, whether in a secular or a holy setting? So, beyond secular, beyond religious, what does beyond mean? Beyond Beyond means transcending. Transcending the secular. When our daily chores and life activities are executed with our mindful consciousness, the secular life becomes 
holy practice. The distinction between secular and spiritual is whether you are engaged with or disengaged from your true nature. Transcending labels and dogma. When we wholeheartedly dedicate ourselves to religious or spiritual practice, what happens? We can glow. We can glow. When I look at my photos, I look best if the photo is taken right after. Deep meditation, a sincere prayer, or a long retreat. So you should try. And take a photo of yourself right after deep meditation. See how you look. If you devote yourself more and more wholeheartedly to your practice, you glow and grow more. But, but as a devotee and dedicated practitioner, we need to watch. We need to watch out for the side effect. What's the side effect? Side effect of becoming rigid about certain idea or traditions. In Buddhism, this is called popak. Can you say popak? Bound by dharma. Once we are imprisoned by a religious ideology, it can create delusion and suffering. Therefore, once, once you establish a stable practice, you are encouraged to release your belief in Dharma. Then that becomes the ultimate Dharma. No Dharma is the highest Dharma. When we are beyond secular and beyond religious, what is that like? In one Buddhism, the goal of our practice is to not differentiate secular from religious. Ordinary life and holy reverence for truth are not separate. Our religious practice and daily human affairs are not contradictory. Truth and life work together. So Tesan, our founding teacher, explained the wholeness of a spirit and body in this way. In the past, no one living in the secular world was regarded as a follower of the way. Consequently, an evil custom of living in idleness was prevalent among those who called themselves followers of the way. This did much harm to individuals, families, societies, and nations. From now on, as the world becomes transformed the religion of this new world should be a living one in which religious practice and daily secular life are not separate. 
let us realize the truth through our activities in the physical world. In this way, our spirit and flesh will become one wholeness, and we will become of service to individuals, families, societies, and nations. Now, let me ask you again. Are you secular, religious, or what? If you feel you are in this world, but not of this world, then you are probably both secular and religious or spiritual by nature. There is nothing wrong with that, is there? We are spiritual, inspired beings in this physical world. We are physical beings in a spiritual world. Every step, every step becomes holy dharma, no matter in what context or setting we find ourselves. We are one, we are whole. Wholeness of both spirit and flesh. Everywhere a Buddha, every act a Buddha offering 